Good morning, Nicolette, and welcome to the local paleo show. Good morning, Alan. I'm so happy to be here. Good morning, Mark. How is yeah. everyone doing? Wonderful, thank you. Can't complain at all. Well, you can't complain on the show anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yes, not allowed. So, Nicolette, you are the founder and owner of Envision Acne and Skin Care Center. You are also a licensed esthetician. Sorry if I missed pronounce that. Mm -hmm. And a certified acne specialist. You also created your own line of acne care products. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. Yes, so exactly. Very accomplished <laughs> lady. Um, now, let's talk about your background. Can you tell us what brought you to this courage choice, your story, so to speak? Yes, absolutely. So I had always been interested in skincare ever since I was a teenager. I loved skincare. I loved using products on my skin. But it wasn't until my probably mid-late 20s when I started to develop acne on my skin. And that was something, you know, very new to me because I never had, um, you know, skin problems before. So, so first I really didn't understand what was going on. I thought I was having an allergic reaction to a product. And then, of course, you know, I tried um, to use certain over-the-counter products to get rid of it and it didn't really work. I tried to cover it with makeup because I was very self-conscious about it. And that, you know, that helped covering it up, but it didn't solve the problem. So eventually I ended up going to a dermatologist and um, he gave me some prescription topicals that just made my skin very irritated. And eventually I was, um, ended up taking antibiotics, which I also had a negative reaction to it. And, and even back then, I never really was a fan of my medications. So I knew that, you know, this is just not the right way to go. So this was going on for a while and I was getting very frustrated and uh, I remember one night I was uh, sitting in my bed and looking at old pictures of myself and you know I had beautiful skin and at that uh, moment I made a decision that no matter what I'm going to figure out a way I'm going to find out you know how am I going to be able to clear up my skin again. So that's, that's where I did. I, I went to aesthetic school. I became a licensed aesthetician. I did, uh, after I got my license, I did a lot of advanced trainings, um, a lot of research. I, I learned a lot about diet and how it affects the skin. And uh, just a lot of trial and error, I was able to figure out a solution that got my acne under control. And I was actually able to maintain the results for, for years to come. So, so that's basically what started me on my career path, and that's what I'm doing today is I help my clients. I work with mostly women who are dealing with acne hormonal breakouts, and I help clear up their skin the natural way without the use of any prescription medications and antibiotics. Right, right. So um, you said you were in your late 20s. I thought you were already in your late 20s. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> We should mention that we have an international crew today. We have a French and a British host and um, Hungarian guest. Oh, yes. So I, I was uh, born and raised in Hungary. <laughs> yeah, I like the fact that. Now, um, one question that popped up that's not on my questionnaire is, um, my impression was always that acne was uh, kind of a teenager's problem, but you're saying that um, older people, women, uh, yeah. can also have acne? Yes, absolutely. It's not just a teenage problem anymore. Nowadays, um, there's a lot of women in their 30s, 40s, sometimes even their 50s who are dealing with these um, hormonal breakouts. 
Right. And, and uh, most of the time, the actual cause of these breakouts is very related to their diet and their lifestyle. Because nowadays, you know, we consume a lot of food that are very inflammatory for the body, and that can eventually trigger hormonal imbalances too. And that's when uh, women all of a sudden start to develop breakouts on their skin. Right, right. Speaking of food uh, and acne, I know certain foods have an effect on our skin's health. Uh, you know, my, my belief has always been that uh, your skin health comes from the inside, not, not all the products you slather on your skin, uh, most of which has toxics anyway. What foods do you know are creating or encouraging acne? Yes, yeah, so there are definitely many uh, food items that tend to be very inflammatory for the body. So um, there's usually like three different categories. So there's um, uh, certain foods that tend to cause candida in the body. Candida is a yeast infection. It's a form of yeast that tend to develop in a body when um, someone consumes a lot of sugary foods, a lot of carbs, and then eventually it uh, creates inflammation and some hormonal imbalances. And there are um, certain food items that are, um, um, it's called estrogenic toxins. So they build up um, a toxin reaction in a body. And these tend to be the type of foods that has a lot of preservatives in them. So anything that's uh, prepackaged food, fast food, anything that has a longer shelf life, tend to create a lot of toxins uh, in a body. And eventually it will show up in a form of inflammation on the skin. And the third one, uh, one of the most popular inflammatory food items nowadays, especially here in the United States, is dairy products. So, um, you know, the problem with dairy nowadays is that is even if it's organic, we don't know, you know, how much artificial hormones, growth hormones are in the dairy, what kind of processing they put it to. And then the milk by itself naturally has a lot of growth hormones in it too, because it was meant to raise a, a calf and not a human. <laughs> so, and, uh, and the other problem is not that people are really over consuming dairy. I mean, you know, cheese is basically on everything. So, so that tends to be a big problem, especially for clients who are acne prone, because um, as long as they're consuming dairy, their body is kind of recognized as a toxin. It starts creating inflammation, and eventually it can um, trigger certain skin conditions such as acne, eczema, psoriasis, rosacea, all these inflammatory type of skin conditions. Hmm. Right, right. So the big bad boys are typically dairy, that is processed dairy. Have you had a... Mm -hmm. We'll get to that right away, but um, so dairy, carbs, pretty much, you know, um, added sugar, anything, especially when it's not coming from from organic from the fruit, right, yeah. right. But on the dairy side, um, being French, I'm very, you know, cheese oriented, but I'm also very careful what kind of cheese I eat. I don't eat processed cheese. I tend to eat raw cheese. What about raw milk and raw cheese? Do they have the same effect? You know, I don't know. The problem is here in the United States, most states, they, you know, they ban the consumption of raw milk and raw cheese. So there's, you know, the very small portion of the population who has access to that. Um, I believe it would be probably so much better for the body and wouldn't be as inflammatory causing, but it also depends on... Um, 
uh, on, on certain, um, you know, on your DNA and your body because everybody has different intolerances. Nowadays, a lot of people have food intolerances. So you might be able to, you know, consume cheese and dairy and you have no problems with it. But I tend to be very sensitive to it. And, and for me, it can create problems in my body. Right, right. To go back a little bit, can you explain the mechanics of acne? How does it work? Is it... Uh is it a clogging up or pores, uh, technically, or is it uh, actually an inflammation? Yes, yeah, so, so the biggest misconception about acne diet and still the traditional methods of treating acne by dermatologists, they, they treat it as an infection. And that's not true. Acne, it's not an infection. That's why most antibiotics and all those prescription medications are not effective to clear up the skin. So what acne is basically a combination of, it's called retention hyperkeratosis, which is basically a dead skin cell and oil buildup inside a pore um, mixed with certain um, uh, toxins in a body, a toxin reaction in a body. So that's why um, you can't really treat it as an infection. You could kill all the bacteria in your body, you could still have acne because it's, it's not um, the bacteria that's the main cause of acne. It does come into place later on when people start to develop the inflammation in their skin, but that's not the real cause. So the real cause is basically the dead skin cell and the oil buildup inside a pore, which eventually is gonna start generating inflammation. So that's why it's also very important if you're acne prone or clients are acne prone, what type of products they use on the skin to make sure that, you know, they constantly exfoliate the skin or clean up those pores. So uh, when you work with clients, you don't just deal with the skin, you also uh, work on the diet. Which, re which diet do you recommend then? Yes. So, so when I work with my clients, we pretty much treat the whole body. We don't just treat the surface because then we're just suppressing the problem, but not really addressing the cause of the problem. So uh, when it comes to diet, I don't, you know, I don't have a, a certain diet or a specific diet that I tell my clients that you have to go on this diet because it is customizable for everybody. I usually what I give them recommendations on is what are those um, food items that they have to eliminate from their diet in order to reduce the inflammation in their body. And it can be, as I said, because everybody has different type of acne, everybody has different type of sensitivities. You know, for some people, it could be dairy. For other people, it could be peanuts or it could be salt, you know, all these, um, these inflammatory triggers. So there's, there's not one specific diet that I usually recommend. What I usually give advice on to my clients is to, um, to explain them with those certain food items that I recommend to stay away from it to um, be able to clear up their skin. So in your opinion, uh, do uh, food allergies have anything to do with uh, acne, for example? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Nowadays, a lot of uh, people have, um, it's not really allergies, it's called intolerances, food intolerances. So when you're intolerant to a food item, it doesn't mean that you get an allergic reaction to it, but over time consuming it, it starts building up inflammation in your body. And then eventually it can trigger um, all kinds of skin problems or health problems, overall health problems for the body. So, so that's another thing that I sometimes I offer for my clients to do a food intolerance test. It's a hair test where um, they send a piece of their hair to the lab and they analyze their DNA. They compare it to um, many different food items to see if maybe there is something they consume on a daily basis that their body just doesn't agree with it. And, 
and these results are usually very interesting because it could be healthy food just like you know spinach mm -hmm. or pineapple or whatever you think you're you're eating very healthy but you're doing a disservice for your body if you're intolerant to it right do you um do you feel like a hair test is more accurate than the blood test um i i think so because you know the the hair i mean it depends on you know what type of blood that is there are many different type of blood tests that they can do mm. in this specific test they analyze their dna so they compare your own dna to all kind of food items all kind of um, allergens that you can come in contact with during the day and i feel like this could probably give you a better you know results or more more efficient results right right so um, you offer a natural and holistic way to heal acne. Can you tell, tell us more about your acne-free skin program? Yes, absolutely. So I have a very effective acne treatment program that helps clear up the skin without the use of any prescription medications or antibiotics. And what it entails is usually we start with a very thorough consultation with my clients. So um, it's about an hour consultation. We go over the diet, their lifestyle, the products they're currently using in their skin and explain everything to them, you know, what needs to be eliminated in order to get their acne under control the natural way. After the consultation, I test their skin to certain sensitivities because everybody has different type of acne and everybody has different type of skin. So there's no two people who has pretty much the same type of acne or same type of skin. So that's why it's important to custom, even their home care routine, the products that they use on their skin to make sure that it's customized. It's not too irritating. It doesn't cause a lot of dryness, redness, peeling of the skin um, and make sure, you know, keep the skin hydrated. Mm -hmm. So after, um, you know, after we um, customize a program for them, it usually takes about between three to six months to clear up the skin. So it's not an overnight process. There's no magic pill, unfortunately, that will, you know, get rid of your acne or clear up your skin. And, and during that process, um, you know, if they're local, they come in for treatments. Uh, and if they're not local, because I do work with clients all over the United States, we can work with virtually too. Um, I usually stay in contact with them once every two weeks and we, you know, follow up on their progress and make adjustments, kind of holding their hand through the whole process. Right now, a trick question. Do you think that Mark could benefit from your skin program? <laughs> I don't see Mark would have any acne problems, but I can definitely give him some advice on how to take care of their skin and preserve his beautiful skin for years to come. Especially on top. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if you can regrow hair, then I'm, I'm in the market. Yeah, if I, if I can give you one advice, one product to use on your skin is sun protection. Protect your skin from the sun. Sun has the most damaging effect on your skin. All right, on the more serious... Um, I understand you work, you do not work with antibiotics as part of your treatment. Yeah. No, do I you don't. find that antibiotics have a negative effect on gut health? Yes, absolutely. I have seen many clients um, who have come to me, they have taken antibiotics. Uh, I had a client who was on antibiotics for 10 years in straight, and it did not have to clear up her skin, but it did have uh, a lot of damaging effect on their digestive system and their gut health. And the other problem, when you're taking antibiotics for a long period of time, eventually it can build up, create candida, yeast infection in the body. So now you might get rid of the inflammation or the infection in your skin, but now you have another problem, folliculitis, to deal with, uh, which is caused by a yeast in the body. 
and, and that eventually can cause other hormonal imbalances too. So that's why I'm just, uh, you know, not a fan of taking medication, especially if they don't really address the cause of the problem. I think, right. um, you know, overall, if, you're, if you know the root cause of your problem, if you start treating the problem naturally, holistically, uh, you will be able to get it under control and maintain your results so you don't have to be on medications for the rest of your life. Right. So uh, typically you start with... Um what is it called, skin, skin abrasion or um, like a mask that kind of cleans up the skin first before you apply the products? Um, so basically, so there's different uh, ways that you treat your skin at home and there's different way that we treat your skin in the office. So what uh, my clients do at home, I customize a routine for them when they have a specific morning and evening routine. Um, depending on you know what type of skin they have or acne they have so I'll tell them exactly what products to use in what order um, how to do with their routine morning and at night how to troubleshoot if there's you know any problems if they get a pimple overnight you know what to do with it and then when they um, come into a treatment the treatments are a little bit uh, you know more effective uh, I wouldn't say invasive I don't use any invasive treatments I don't work with any harsh lasers or chemicals, anything like that. But we usually do a, a deep cleansing, a deep exfoliation, extractions, um, LED lights. I, I really love the effect of the LED light on the, the skin because it's very healing. It helps kill the bacteria and just rejuvenates the skin. So so all of our treatments are, are very, very healing for the skin and supporting the repair of the skin barrier instead of you know just creating damage or inflammation in the skin. Right. Um, so, um, last question for me. Mark is rearing to uh, ask more questions. Where can we find information about your services and program? Absolutely. So, just visit our website, envisionacnecenter.com. You'll find a lot of information over there. You can follow us on Instagram, envision underscore acne underscore center. And um, yeah, if you go on our website, you find our phone number. Um, our email address. So if, um, if uh, anybody is looking to clear up their skin um, naturally, feel free to reach out to us. Right, and, and uh, the last one, I guess I was lying. Um, do you do long distance um, consulting? Yes, absolutely. I can work with clients virtually all over the United States. Currently, within the United States, because I'm not able to ship products uh, out of the States. We are working on that. Hopefully, it is coming in the future. But yes, um, absolutely, I can work with clients with virtually. Okay. Mark? Super job. Um, I guess you say you work with predominantly ladies. Uh, mm -hmm. How much of an effect does the makeup that ladies use have on their skin condition? That's a great question, Mark. Yes, it does absolutely have a big effect on our skin, um, the makeup that they use. Because nowadays, uh, most makeup, um, you know, they, they provide great coverage. It looks beautiful on your skin, but they tend to be very comedogenic. So uh, what comedogenic means is basically the product has ingredients that can clog up your pores and it doesn't happen overnight it usually tends to happen you know after a month or two months so you don't see the results right away but if you're you know wearing makeup on a daily basis if you leave this product on your skin it will eventually just generate more acne on the skin so it's very important why you're going through the clearing process or if you have sensitive skin or acne prone skin rosacea prone skin 
to use a mineral-based uh, makeup line on your skin, something that's acting safe, something that doesn't have any comedogenic ingredients, helps the skin breathe, and, but in the same time also gives you nice coverage. So, because that's important for women, because I know, yeah. you know, especially for women, they, they get very self-conscious, and it's, it's yeah. a huge effect on their self-confidence. Oh, gosh, so yes. Just to be able to, you know, cover it up a little bit until they get to that point where they don't uh, need makeup anymore. Uh, um, sure. And acne safe makeup can be a great option for that. For me, uh, all the makeup I put is coconut oil. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't recommend that to my acne clients because coconut no. oil tends to be very comedogenic. <laughs> yeah. Is it? <laughs> it okay. For you. It might work well, for you. If you're I do it health. because it keeps my baby skin um, smooth <laughs> and uh, it also protects uh, from the sun, right? Because I don't like to put any kind of sunscreen or any kind of, uh, mm -hmm. you know, products like yeah. this typically are toxics. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm not sure about the effect of the sun protection coconut oil has on your skin. It might. I haven't read any studies on that. But um, yeah, so the problem with certain natural oils, and I know it, you know, if you are not, but um, what's important to understand, if you're not acne prone, you can put whatever you want on your skin, you're never going to break out. If you're acne prone, if you're already born with this gene, then you have a sensitivity with, and then you have to be careful what kind of products you use on your skin. Right. So you're, you're lucky, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm way past the uh, acne phase. <laughs> I, used, I, used to, I used to have pimples all over when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm not yeah. young, so you but I'm... That's why, that's why men are lucky, and that's why I don't work with a lot of men, because usually by their mid-20s, they tend to go out of it, their hormones settles. But when it comes yeah. to women, our bodies constantly going through hormonal imbalances. And, right, and right. So... That's another uh, issue is that um, does menopause affect skin health as well? Yes, absolutely. It uh, affects the skin health and, and the way your skin looks and, and how it reacts. You know, any kind of hormonal imbalance in a body can affect your skin. So when women go through menopause, that, that's a significant hormonal change in a body. So that changes their oil production, that changes their skin sensitivity, that change how they react to certain products on their skin. So, yeah, absolutely. What about taking uh, the pill? Birth control pills? Yes. yes. So that's another big problem nowadays. And that's what actually what one of the causes that happened to me when, you know, I was in my mid-late 20s that I was on birth control for almost 10 years and then I stopped taking it. And right after, probably after two months, um, that's when I started to develop acne too. So that was definitely a, a direct connection by stopping the birth control and, you know, switching into the American diet that, that caused my problem. So... Yes, women have to be very careful. And I know some um, dermatologists or even gynecologists prescribe um, birth control pills for acne. But you have to be very careful because nowadays there are so many different brands out there that can actually make your acne worse instead of making it better. So I always tell my clients, just to get your acne under control, you don't have to be on birth control. If you take it for other reasons, um, that's fine, but um, make sure that you choose one that tends to be a little bit higher in estrogen and lower in the testosterone so it doesn't cause us um, um, high surge of testosterone in the body. Super job. Coming, coming back to the sort of the makeup question again, are there certain brands that um, people would be best to avoid? Certain brands? 
Mm. Yes, there are definitely certain brands. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> yes, yes. On this show, you can. <laughs> so, so usually the one of the most popular, the Mac, uh, you know, foundation, one of the most popular uh, professional makeup um, artist foundations are tend to be very heavily, uh, you know, filled with comedogenic and synthetic ingredients. So I, for my experience, what I've seen in my office with my clients, they people have a lot of problems with it. And, and there are like the majority of the liquid foundations out there tend to be very comedogenic. So that's why I, you know, usually recommend to use either like a gentle powder or a mineral powder or there's, there's a brand that I love and it's definitely 100% acne safe. It's called Priya Natural Makeup Line. Um, that was actually formulated by a previous acne sufferer who, who also had problem with it and she created this line to, um, to help women who has problem with acne. Okay, super job. Do, do you notice too that there's a, um, a difference between um, ethnic origins and that sort of thing. Are there, are there sort of do, do white women, for instance, suffer more than black women or Asian women or whatever? Mm -hmm. You know, Nadia's. I, I don't think there's there's a difference. Acne can affect pretty much anybody. Mm. I think, and and the major the main reason why is because of our diet and our lifestyle. Yeah. You know, I feel like the Americanized diet kind of took over the world <laughs> everywhere. So people are, you know, eating processed foods everywhere. There's mm. McDonald's in every country. Uh, our lifestyle, I feel like, are so much more stressful than it used to be like 10, 15 mm. years ago. So, um, and then women, you know, are become very emancipated and, you know, we work hard and long hours and, and it definitely has effect on our skin. Mm. So how, how much, how much a, um, a problem is stress? Stress is definitely can be a big problem and I see, I sometimes, you know, when I see a client, I can tell just by looking at where the acne shows up and how it looks like that it was caused by stress. Mm -hmm. um, the problem, yeah, the problem with stress, you know, when your body is going through stress or when you're under a lot of stress, it imbalances your hormones, it kicks up your cortisol levels and it can make your skin produce more oil. Mm -hmm. And sometimes um, if someone is going through a lot of stress, it can create a lot of hormonal imbalances in a problem. So women tend to develop those deep cystic hormonal breakouts that mm -hmm. there's no oil in it, there's no pus in it, it's just that red cystic inflammation on the skin that usually doesn't go away until they able to reduce the stress in their life. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I mean, I watch people, it's one of my favorite pastimes, and I notice that it's strange there seems to be a habit amongst particularly young, younger women of sort of always always being touching their face you know, and always doing this or that and i notice yeah. it also appears in some um younger guys as well mm -hmm. yeah and i see that i see that in college kids or students yeah. you know, tend to like sit like this and mm. sometimes they do it unconsciously they don't even realize they like picking at their skin or touching mm. at their skin while they're studying um yeah definitely has effect on it any kind of friction uh, on the skin, any kind of scratching, you know, anything that irritates the skin, especially if you already have some acne breakouts on the skin, mm -hmm. it's going to spread the inflammation and make it worse. Um, sometimes athletes, when they wear helmets, you know, baseball hats, or the rubbing, the friction on the forehead can cause acne. So there's, uh, there's many different, um, you know, things in your lifestyle that, that can contribute to that. Yeah. But, I mean, as far as you're concerned, that the principal contributor is what people are eating 
uh, you're asking what's the main contributor to the acne yeah. breakouts. Yeah. Um, I believe it's, well, it's hard to say just one thing because yeah. as I said, it's different for everybody. For mm. someone, it might be just a diet. For someone, it, it's a diet and their hormones. For someone, it's a lifestyle, you know, mm -hmm. how they live. So it's, it's hard to say that, you know, it's just one thing that causes it. But um, but what's happening, the, the, the exact cause, what's happening in, in your skin is basically the, the pores inside your pores, these dead skin cells and oils start to build up and it forms a little plug, a little microcomedon. Mm -hmm. And eventually that will close up the opening of the pore so the oxygen cannot go down and then bacteria starts to grow and it causes the inflammation. Okay, so I mean, coming to see somebody like you could really open the, how can I put that, the, the box to the solution because you're able to look at their life, look at their diet, all the other things that could be causing the problems and help them come up with, you know, the right solution basically. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's what I want most people to understand is that, you know, using prescription topicals on your skin or taking Accutane or any other harsh medication, it might suppress your problem for a short period of time, but your acne always going to be there. Once you're acne prone, you're always going to be acne prone. There's a gene that you were born with, so there's nothing you can do about it. You probably inherited from your parents or anybody in the family. So whenever, you know, certain um, in, in environmental factors, your diet, your lifestyle, any kind of trigger could set it off and then you can break up. So that's why it's, it's important to know how to reduce those triggers or what to do when you actually started to develop breakout so this way you don't have to get on a medication and then another one and another one to yeah. to fall into this cycle of you know not being able to to clear up your skin okay super job but i we'll have see. a question if i may um do you see a trend of more men coming to see you especially younger men for the old folks like us, uh, probably not because we're, you know, mm -hmm. we're too mature. But uh, younger men, do they, do they come and see you for there's, similar problems? Well, there's definitely a big population of teenagers out there for, you know, young kids between the ages of 12 to 18 that has a problem with acne. Now, the way I work with clients, I find it to be not too effective for teenage boys, my program. And the reason why, because they're just not compliant. You know, they right. not follow the dietary recommendations, they not do their home care routine, they have, you know, lots of after school activities, they just don't have time for it. And mentally, they're not at the point in their life when they really care about their skin. You know, it might bother mom, it might bother dad, but sometimes it doesn't bother the, the kid enough to, to make these changes. What about men in their 30s and 40s? Is there a trend more towards taking care of yourself and your skin in the male population? Mm -hmm. I definitely see a trend in men, you know, in their 30s, 40s, to be more conscious about how they look, how they take care of themselves. So, so I definitely see a big trend in that, I think. And I think that's a, that's a great thing because, you know, everybody wants to look good nowadays, right? But as far as dealing with acne, I do get every once in a while, I do get men um, that has this diet-related problem with acne or sometimes I see bodybuilders that tend to take, you know, steroids or other um, muscle builders that, um, that causes inflammation in our body. Super job. Um 
One, one last sort of question for you. I mean, you, you've said that food plays a, a huge part in, in all of this. Are there foods that people most definitely should avoid? Definitely should avoid. Mm -hmm. And your acne prone. I yeah. would say the first thing that you do want to cut out from your diet would be dairy. That's, mm -hmm. that's what I would start with. And, and just, you know, just do it for, you know, a month, two months. And mm -hmm. then if you slowly reintroduce it, so once you stop eating dairy for two months completely and then you all of a sudden drink a glass of milk, you'll notice on your skin right away. So this right. is, you know if you react to it or not. And then, you know, there are, you know, obviously anything that's high in sodium, high in salt, high in sugar, high in preservatives. So the cleaner, the more healthier you eat, the more um, whole foods-based diet you're mm -hmm. eating, the obviously the better your body function, the healthier you are, the healthier your skin is. Yeah, excellent. And, and on the other side, are there foods that are good for the skin, foods that help to reduce or prevent acne? Yes, absolutely. So anything that's high in omega-3 fatty acids, um, like nuts, seed, salmon, um, omega-3 fatty acids are very essential for, for skin health. Obviously, you know, vegetable, uh, anything that's high in vitamin A, like carrots, um, butternut squash, all those, those yellow vegetables, a lot of vegetables. Um, um, fruits, sometimes we have to be careful with fruits, they tend to be um, high in sugar, but yeah, but a diet that's higher in, you know, fresh vegetables, organic vegetables, um, the, the seeds, the nuts, the lean meat, you know, lean meat, fish, the omega-3 fatty acids are important for skin health. I suppose grass-fed is good, uh, grass-fed meat as well, contrary yeah. to the industrial type of meat, right? Because grass-fed contains omega-3s. Yeah, absolutely. So if you have a chance to eat, you know, organic grass-fed, anything that's farm-raised or comes from local little farms is obviously much more healthier for you and it has much more nutrition in it. Right. Super job. Well, it's been lovely chatting with you today. Um, any other questions there, Alan? No, do you have anything you'd like to add, uh, Nicolette? Um, no, I think we pretty much, you know, went over everything. You guys were very thorough in their questions. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying, we're trying. We're still learning. Thank you again, Nicolette, for being on the Local Paleo Show. And as we say in Texas, à votre santé, y'all. Thank, thank you so much, Anne, and thank you so much, Mark, for inviting me. It's been Absolutely. an absolute Thank you.